This is the Resilience Podcast 453, and I'm Cecil Ledesma. It's Sunday, September 18th. In 1931, on a trip to New York City, Winston Churchill was struck crossing the street by a car going more than 30 miles an hour. A witness at the scene was sure that he had been killed. He would spend some eight days in a hospital with cracked ribs and a severe head wound. Churchill somehow retained consciousness when he spoke to the police. He went to great lengths to insist that he was completely to blame and wanted no harm to come to the driver. Later, the driver came to visit Churchill at the hospital. When Churchill learned that the driver was out of work, he tried to offer him, the man who had nearly killed him, some money. More than his own pain, he was worried that the publicity from the accident would hurt the man's job prospects and sought to help him however he could. Nature is merciful, he later wrote in a newspaper article about that experience, and does not try her children man or beast, beyond their compass. It is only where the cruelty of man intervenes that hellish torments appear. That's what he wrote. Thirty years later, in 1962, at the Southern Christian Leadership Conference in Birmingham, Alabama, Martin Luther King, Jr., stood before a large integrated audience and gave the closing address. As King spoke, thanking the audience and reminding them of plans for the next year, a white man named Roy James walked onto the stage and began to savagely beat him. The first punch struck King with such force in the face that he spun around. King turned to face his assailant and dropped his hands. Like a newborn baby, as one observer recalled, to receive more blows. The next blows came in rapid succession, hitting him in the head and the back, filling the now silent auditorium with the sickening sound of bone connecting with flesh. He was opening himself to an attacker, instinctually under fire, proving his commitment to nonviolence. As an angry crowd of people tried to come to King's defense, he shouted, Don't touch him! We have to pray for him. As the crowd began to pray and sing, King spoke kindly to the man who had just beaten him, reassuring him that he would not be hurt. After he went to a private office where he was given aspirin by Rosa Parks, King concluded the conference as he held an ice pack to his face. In the years to come, Churchill and King would witness some of the most hellish torments that man could invent. Yet they, along with many of our ancestors, endured that pain as well. As horrible as it was, 
eventually all would be well again. Because like nothing is unending. You just need to be strong and gracious enough to get through it. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at CecilLedesma. Peace.